you know, there's all kinds of scenes that I respond to in movies. I respond to music sequences. Uh, I respond to big comedy sequences. It was like uh, they galvanized the, the entire theater. Everybody uh, woke up. Everybody got connected. And, you know, and I would go see a, a, a film that had a, a, a sequence like that. I would see it two or three times at the theaters just to see that sequence. And then just to have that experience uh, uh, with an audience. Welcome to Making Tarantino the Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Duke, and I'm here with his cousin, Chan. And on this podcast, we watch and discuss a list of movies that Quentin Tarantino recommends and see if they influence his work and to see what they're all about. Mm-hmm. So uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. After subscribing, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I have a Facebook page, but I'm going to try to change it, make it a different kind of page. Like it's a group or I want to make it a group. There's mm-hmm. some different thing to do. Okay. But uh, yeah, you want to, um, you want to, uh, you got anything to say? Well, we'll talk about it right now. We're getting mm-hmm. now on with the show. Yep. All right. No TV spot. Not much on this movie. Mm-mm. But uh, I, I played the trailer last week. Um, this played at QT Fest in 2000. Mm-hmm. The tagline, a new Kung Fu demon is unleashed. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Long, Long Hu Fang, a.k.a. Dragon, Tiger, and Phoenix, a.k.a. Needles of Death, a.k.a. The Needle Avenger, a.k.a. Dragon Verse Needle of Needles of Death, 1976. Damn. So on some of these, it said 82 and different things. And something I want to say right starting out, if you wanted to watch this movie, Chip and I, Chip watched it on YouTube. I started it on Pluto because I thought that that looked better. And then I said, let me check YouTube again. And I did. And I was like, yeah, it's a little better than the YouTube version. Mm-hmm. And of course, you had to watch commercials. YouTube, you didn't. And then I'm talking to my film buds on Twitter. And one of the guys is like, I'm watching on Tubi. And he sends a picture and it's in widescreen. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, it's in widescreen, it's not pan and scan. So I go, holy shit. So I bring up Tubi and I bring it up and I'm like, wow, that looks really good. So the best version to watch is on Tubi. So you got to watch some commercials, but it looks really good. It's in widescreen. So you won't have like the master talking and then the camera moves over to him. That happened at least what? Yeah. Four times. Yeah. Or them, them fighting. And then, yeah, it'll move over to the other guy talking. And I'm like, oh, this would look so much better in widescreen. And I fucking should have checked everything. Mm -hmm. The plot, a boy who was once bullied, learns the art of nail throwing. A friend joins him as they team up and travel to challenge the dragon. So they never call the guy, the dragon. Mm -mm. Um, They don't really team up and travel. They just end up, traveling because he's chasing him turns yeah, out yeah. Uh, but uh now i got names here and i don't know if they're right this is from instagram and um i don't think no instagram didn't have any instagram imdb mm-hmm. had this um there was nothing on um what is it called on wikipedia or anything about you know names you know 
So we got Fang Ko as Fan Ko, which I think is Fong. I think that's the main guy, the main bad guy, the mob guy. Ping Wang as Ping Wong. That's why it's weird. It's like you just took the names and changed yeah. Chun Ti as Chien Dai and Tiger Lee as Dragon Lady. Now, now I just realized because I wrote this down before the before I watch a movie. Dragon Lady, there's no Dragon Lady. Tiger Lee is that my Lee, my Lay? Is that who that is then? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's what sucks about us being uh, two white dudes, uh, older white <laughs> dudes who don't know Chinese stuff. I used to know, like, not this. I used to know, like, all the John Woo stuff. Like, oh, that's, you know, the guy from uh, Shang, Shang-Chi, like, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, Chang and Fat, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, written by Kuo Hang Chung and directed by Kuo Hang Chung. So this is a Taiwanese-Chinese like combo that they made together. Okay. Taiwanese movies aren't as good as like the Shaw Brothers, you know, Chinese movies like made really well where they had them all living together in the studio at the studio. They would have them train. They would have them do acting training and fight training and all this stuff. So they had better fights. And this one doesn't have as good of fights. So are you ready to get to some listener opinions? Sure. Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you got to have an opinion. John Egbert on Facebook wrote, I actually saw that at the Mesa Theater along with Island at the Top of the World. And Bruce Lee, Dragon Dies Hard. So that's another one of those dragon uh, Bruce Lee exploitation movies where after he died, they were like, let's put out a whole bunch. So John didn't really say what he thought of it, but he saw it in theater. And I was like, well, that's really cool. And if you listen to Video Archives podcast, you've heard them talk about Island at the Top of the World with Yul Brenner and Kirk Douglas. So it sounds really cool. So I still need to see that movie. And that is all for listener opinions. We might have uh, somebody, you know, I'll add something next week if uh, somebody writes. So you ready to discuss this film, Chip? Yes. I, the I don't... Basically, what pa happened. A bunch of... And it's the same exact smack noise every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, uh, you know, here's the thing. So... We talked about it. You watched these Kung Fu movies growing up, right? You said probably with your dad or whatever. Um, At the time when you're watching them as a kid, you're like, oh, that's cool. Then later you see Police Academy and you're like, oh, he's making fun of the Chinese movies that are dubbed. But and then a lot of people don't like him because of those because of the the names. But even if you watched it not dubbed and you watch it in its original language, it would still have those sound effects. So it's kind of interesting, but some people are just like, oh, like, I don't want any of that. And -hmm. some people are like, like, I could imagine. And there's a part that I write. There's I took some notes because these Kung Fu movies are a little harder to you can't be like, oh, the character here is really great is the way he did this look or whatever. It's more fighting. It's whatever. And you got to keep it in order. But also I could see if you and I saw this together. Because uh, full uh, full disclosure, Chip fell asleep watching mm. this movie and had to go make coffee and watch it uh, and then go back to it. Um, yeah. 
is if we watch this together, like there'd be, or with a big audience, you'd see like him doing like the things, you know, later pulling off his sleeves, you'd be like, yes, awesome. Okay. <laughs> kick ass. Yeah. So, but it starts out Chun, they're all fighting and Sammy's fighting all these guys doing really good. Yeah. Uh, Chun is introduced and he's quick and you're like, oh, he's pretty quick, but then he gets beaten. And you're like, yeah. oh shit! Like he's not that good. He's quick, but he's not that good. Well, because uh, like they they play him off in the beginning as being really overzealous in his throws and his punches. Like he's just totally full force to where you you could use his weight against him every yeah. time. Yeah, there's yeah, no way yeah. he's going to hit you. Yeah, using uh, yeah, just full out. Um, the master asks the other students where he is. So then it's the next day, and he's like, "Where is he?" And they go, "I don't know." And he's throwing nails into a tree. And he's really good at it. And you're like, okay, but you should be in school. Like you need to, you're supposed to be learning. Um, and then he gets uh, punished for not being in class, has to haul water around and whatnot. And the woman may me, I knew I'd have a problem with this. May lay me lay uh, my, my lay. Sorry. Uh, kind of likes him. Well, because I, I wrote it down first. I wrote May Lee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's because I only heard him say it once. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's my lay. So uh, M-E-I-L-A-I. Um, so she kind of likes him. And she's like, oh, like, Sammy, help him out. And Sammy goes to help him. And and he's pouring water for them to take showers. And yeah. it's you know, to climb up like he's got to. Yeah fill two buckets from the well then he's got to basically use the stick to lift two buckets then go up the steps all the way to the top just so he could pour each bucket one time yeah all through on the four men that are taking a shower together (laughs) we want more and i was just yeah and then uh and so then yeah they're giving him shit he's getting shit no matter what Mm -hmm. uh now they've seen him with the girl at the lake Mm -hmm. my lay uh, they make fun of him until he fights back. And you're like, yeah, get fucking you guys shut up. <laughs> and Sammy defends him. And then he's like, they're like, hey, he was with. And I think one of them is like, "Shh, be quiet. And they go ahead and they're like, no, here's what happened. You know, and um, and they say he was with my at the lake. And he's like, that's fine. And he ignores it. You know, he's just like, it's cool. Like, whatever. You guys stop picking on him. Yeah. And um, then he, this was weird. He wakes up and goes outside to throw nails. Like, I guess that's his, like, he's got to get it out. Maybe like you would go in the garage and punch a punching bag or whatever. Yeah. Uh, get your anger out. His little therapy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the boyfriend sees him, the boyfriend, Sammy. Because uh, at first I kept writing boyfriend and I'm like, oh yeah, his name is Sammy. Uh, sees him and says that he will train him in kung fu and chun will train him in nail throwing which is called like needles but they they're just nails you know yeah. flathead nails yeah because he, he right away in the beginning when he asked him about his nail throwing he said that his father was a carpenter and yeah. while he was working he would play with the nails and he would throw them he's like jesus yes well no because <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and then there's a montage, motherfucking montage, where they're all doing the kung fu. They're doing the throwing the nails. Around. No one's ever gonna break. Yeah. Um, then Chun tries to turn Mei Le- Mei Le 
Miley away, but who's she lay? likes him. Do what? I said, who's Lay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but she but she likes him and she's like, no. And he's like, but you're Sammy's girl. Like, I can't. So you're like, oh, good. What a good friend. No, not a good friend, because then he nails her to a tree and then he nails her. That's oh, what yeah. I wrote. Yeah. But nice. Um, but 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 she did say that um, they grew up together and he's more like a brother than anything. Right. Not going right. to happen. So that was right away. It was like, all right, green light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't hear any of this, but he sees all this happen. So he's kind of pissed, shows him through the bushes. Er, he's angry. Play the yeah. Hulk music. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so now it's been a while into the movie, and now you see the bad guy. Now the mob uh, with, who did I put? Chai? Who's Chai? The mob with. Go ahead. It's confusing because like. I, I that was part of where I was starting to fall asleep was finding out about these things and everything got a little confusing for me of which one was the actual mob. I was like, was there two mobs? Well, trust me, there was something else that confused me was Sammy. At first, I was like, OK, Sammy looks different than Chun. Yeah. Then when I see Sammy here coming up, he's got a chubbier face like yeah. Chun. And I'm like, wait a minute, is that Chun or is that Sammy? Did I write the wrong name down? Wait, what's going on? So, which I'll write later, which I'll tell you. But uh, the mob with, I think his name was Chai. That was the mob with the main bad guy, Dragon, yeah. uh, comes to town and fucks everyone. Yeah, Chai Y is his name. That's how I wrote it. C-H-A-I-W-H-Y. Uh, comes to town and fucks everyone up. So they're just beating everyone up. Mm. And uh, Fong, another master asked that the prisoners be released. So they've captured all these people. And then Fong shows up, who's like a teacher, like the other master. And he's like, let them all go. And that dragon guy is like, well, okay. But he's also like that motherfucker, you know, and then he says to everyone, that motherfucker or to himself, it's internal monologue, but he's saying it out loud. That motherfucker, I'm going to kill him someday. And you're like, oh shit. Uh, Chun is now a salt smuggler. So Chun and my left and they're living on their own and she's like i really don't like you and he's like you know he's got salt all over there like i don't know are they pirates are they like stealing or they're just like because there's two groups it's yeah. like it was weird and you're like okay um the mob is trying to collect taxes on people and um gets beat up by the old boyfriend oh yeah and then so then sammy again i wrote boyfriend until i learned sammy mm -hmm. um so they're all of a sudden sammy comes in kicks everybody's ass yeah. except for that main henchman that he kind of has a problem with and this is when uh they're told to go back oh yeah so he's like you guys get out of here so they go back to dragon and they're like yeah he fucking we can't collect any money and the dragon's like Fucking go get my money. Take everybody. Everyone? Everyone. Damn. So they take everyone. And they're so they're he's like, go back and they do it with more men. Mm. And that guy looks like he can kick ass all day. Sammy can just fucking not break a sweat and just kick mm. ass all day. If you notice later, I wrote it down, but Chun, his shirt is just like full of sweat. It's like mm. all wet. But fucking Sammy's like cool as a cucumber no wet shirt um so 
Um, then Fong stops the fight. So Fong's like the master of this kind of the master of the other group, but dragon is in charge. So it's kind of weird. Um, not really. No, no. Cause there is the two groups dragon with his guys that are collecting the money. Fong is like just somehow friends with dragon. I don't know. Uh, and then here's where I said, I got a little confused here at first. Fong says that he is Sammy's father. And I'm like, now Chun was talking before about his history to my lay. And I'm like, is that what's going on? Is this his history? And then well, I'm like, that's where I was falling asleep a little bit yeah. was because he was explaining it around the time I was falling asleep. And he was telling him that something happened in the past with him and the leader of the other and something. Yeah. And so you are that boy kind of a thing was the last thing I heard. And it goes, yes, that's right. You are my son. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And like, then he's like, father. And then they yeah. hug. And it's like, um, yeah, I put here. Fong says that he is Sammy's father. Then the mob guy says that he will kill Fong. That's when Fong and him are talking. And he's like, I'm going to kill Fong. Look, Chip even rubbed his beard like a <laughs> Kung Fu master. Yes. Um, so Sammy fighting other guys at Fong's school. They're just training. Yeah. And Fong and him are going to fight. And he's like, Fong's like, let's go outside. And you're like, oh, shit. Fong's going to kick his ass. Fong's like really good. You can't um, flip around here. Let's yeah, go yeah. So we exactly. can flip over each other. But uh, Fong... So then he fights Fong and he wins, but almost not. But finally, Fong is like, OK, you are my son. You're you know, you're worthy of taking on the mantle. Yeah. And now the mob guys shake down Chun. So I don't know why now all of a sudden Chun has like a cart with food instead of like a salt thing. Yeah, he's doing anything to survive. Yeah, 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 I get Yeah. To, to make money yeah. and they shake him down, but he has no money. And they knock it. They're like, well, look. and they knock all this shit over. He's like, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. And uh, my lay is sick. So now he's like, well, I need money. She's sick. I need something. The mob attacks Chun on the road with his salt. He's getting his ass kicked until he stands to throw his nails. Then the mob guy realizes how good he is and says that he will let the prisoners go if he helps him with something. And you're like, oh, shit. And he's like, no, no. And then he's like, come on, help me. I got all this money. You'll get money. What do I have to do? I'll tell you later. Okay. Mm -hmm. At dinner, the mob guy says that he wants Chun to kill a guy that he hates. Chun doesn't want to do it, but is forced to. And then I wrote here, money talks. <laughs> so it's interesting because it's interesting in that way of a story wise, because you go, he's not going to kill anybody, but it's money. And he goes, okay, it's not my old master, which I like mm -hmm. the guy that I moved away from. It's somebody that I don't know. Okay. I'll kill this guy that I don't know. And then later he finds out like you killed my father and he's like, oh shit. Like, mm -hmm. and then it's like, and the other master died of a heart heartbreak because of that. She yeah. left yeah. and it's like, oh shit. Like it, and then they really feel like shit. Uh, so Chun kills Fong. They tell Sammy how his father Fong died with nails. And he's yeah. like, nails, wait a minute. I didn't <laughs> do it. So it must've been the other guy must've been uh, Tim, the Toolman Taylor or the guy or, from, uh, this old house or Al. Yeah. Oh, Who's the guy from this old house? Looks like Al. What was his name? Anyway, I forget, but you know, the guy, I mean, it was on PBS, this old house. Yeah. 
Anyway, the mob is celebrating, but here comes Sammy and his group. And you're like, uh-oh. It escalates. So they're fighting Kung Fu on Kung Fu. Then it escalates knives against Kung Fu. And you're like, oh, shit. So and every here- time this happens, though, that dragon guy is like hiding in the back like he's yeah. Cobra Commander. And yeah. he's letting the guy in the black yeah. uh, costume or whatever be like Storm Shadow and take everybody on. While he's yeah. like, I'll stay back here. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the good guys win and Sammy's going to fight Chun on his own. So he's like, I got to go. And they're like, no, but you can't like just stay. He's like, no. And um, it's the thing, though, also where it's almost I was thinking of this when Chun first pulled the nails out when they were stealing his salt and attacking him, where it's like, isn't that cheating? Like, like, you know, but then again, like uh, like Sean Connery would say, you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. You know, yeah. so if you're doing Kung Fu and you have to escalate, then have your other weapons ready. You know, somebody attacks you with a sword, be ready with your nails or whatever. Well, and this is one of those instances where you always tell me the, uh, well, you know, there'd be no movie if blah, blah, blah. But I'm yeah. sitting here going, if you threw the nails in everybody's fucking head yeah. right from the beginning, it'd yeah. be done. It would be over. Well, and that's what's kind of cool in in regular action movies, especially in the 80s and 90s. They would unload bullets like crazy never have to reload everything was crazy this at least he'll grab for his nails and they're gone because he's used them all he only yeah. has so many that go around his arms and you're like oh shit so that's cool well and that, uh, that's part of why why later on when he's fighting mm-hmm. and he's used up all his nails and then he finally like rips yeah his pants off Pant leg, yeah. i'm serious and all i thought about was like um well there's a couple points that I, I was uh, equating in my head to um, Princess Bride. It was like, I know something you don't know. I have nails in my pants. <laughs> like it's kind of a what the yeah. fuck. Well, it's also like your, uh, you know, you got your um, your backup piece strapped to your leg. You know, it's one of those. Um, my lay wants to know where he got his money but he won't tell her he's going to drink and get drunk. And cause he's, he's upset that he had to kill this person, but he got money, but he's still like the mob comes and grabs her after Chun goes out drinking. Now this is part that was kind of confusing. Why would they even get him? Yeah. But I guess they want him to fight Sammy because, you know, because Sammy, you know, the only person that can defeat Sammy is either the henchman or Chun. Yeah. Um, oh, um, that was funny because he comes back drunk as hell and realizes yeah. she's gone. Yeah, and and it was funny because right away all I did was I yelled out to the TV. <laughs> I said, "Kung Fu Lucy, I'm home." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, he then grabs his nails and heads after the main mob guy. So now you're like, "Oh shit's on!" Like here we go. Oh. All the while, Sammy's looking for Chun. And he kind of sees him and he's kind of following him like in the background, like just kind of knows where he's going. Well, he he was the first to see them take off with the girl. He yeah, was, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Because he was going to go find him. And then he shows up and sees that they're taking the girl and everything. So he's like, yeah. oh, shit. So. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy. Um, but it's but it but now comes your big okay, we're going to have a big fight. And you're thinking yeah. it's going to be the final fight, but no, it continues like down the road. It continues. Yeah. 
<laughs> it ends they, up going into the tunnels think, that to me look like uh, Jabba's palace when you went yeah. in these tunnels. I, I think like, in widescreen it would have been better. Like I would like to, in a way, go back to watch it in widescreen. But um, they set a trap for Chun, and they all attack, and he rips his sleeves off. That's the cool part where I said like. If we're watching the theater and he rips his sleeve off, everybody would be like, yes, he's fucking going to kick ass now. Mm-hmm. Um, and gets them with Kung Fu and needles. He's almost losing, but Sammy saves a day. And then this is where I wrote, did you see how sweaty Chun's shirt was? Like when they go to leave that warehouse, mm-hmm. Chun's shirt is like dark blue, except the bottom. And then Sammy's just like, you know, in his regular gi type nice outfit. Yeah. Um, they're chasing and fighting the henchman who's really good. He's like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. um, the mob guy has my lay the three guys fighting for a while is what I wrote. These are all like things that I said, I got to keep, like I've said, I don't know if I, I told chip with these Kung Fu movies, you have to kind of lay them out like this because you can't really, yeah, I guess I did say it earlier. You can't really say character, character, you know, yeah. um, then may lie my lay sees the opportunity and kicks in one of the nails sticking out of the mob bosses out of the mob boss yeah, which oh, is pretty oh, cool yeah, yeah. I, was, I was kind of expecting them to do that more in the actual fighting when nails are in somebody's shoulder or something yeah. why not kick that in even yeah. further but they're hitting him in the stomach and i'm like what the fuck are you doing stupid like, yeah <laughs> well and this is again where maybe in a shaw brothers movie they would do that yeah. But in this, I think they were like, we have the nail sticking there, like on the henchman. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it. Like, be careful because it's going to move around, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um. He then punches him several times and I believe kills him. Right. When yeah. Chun attacks him. Uh, Sammy and the henchmen are still fighting. Chun tries to help, but runs out of nails. They fight for a bit, but Chun has nails hidden around his ankle. They win. Chun and my lay are reunited. So now they're like, oh, Sammy, blah. and Sammy's like, no, you killed my father. And he's like, what? And he goes, you killed my dad. And he's like, oh, shit. And um, he wants revenge for his dad, Fong. Go ahead. And, and he tells, finally tells mm-hmm. uh, Kung Fu Lucy. I'm going to call her that so I don't have a problem saying her name. He's, my he's, but yeah. Kung Fu Lucy that mm-hmm. uh, her dad died a while back ago because of heartbreak. And she's yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. And, but then there comes this cool part. They fight. Chun feels bad and says, go ahead and kill me. Mm-hmm. She picks up a knife and tries to stab Sammy in the back. And Chun throws a needle to stop her. Yeah. But Sammy thinks that he's throwing needles at him. And so then he throws uh, needles, throws a needle or three back and hits chun in the chest chun says thanks and that they are now even and then he dies i think she's okay she didn't die she just like dropped the knife or whatever well and so he dies and says we're square but then he also says you know we're like brothers and like that and then it's kind of like uh some of the other movies we've watched recently where all of a sudden it's like the end like he just walks off like with the little swagger and i was like are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, um, I've got my revenge. I'm out. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because this, it's just like, we talked about kill bills right now, playing on our bonus episodes. 
Yeah. It's that, you know, Klingon proverb of, you know, uh, revenge is a dish best served cold. And it's like, yeah, but also like you get nothing from revenge, you yeah. know, you feel nothing. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not going to solve anything. It doesn't bring anybody back. It might be cathartic at the moment, but then nothing. So, well, and he, and they were struggling as it was to survive trying to pay for stuff and everything. And then yeah. he kills his dad and gets all this money. So it's like now, like, is she now she knows her family her dad's dead is she basically just going to take this money and go off and try and live a life right. and then at the same time he now knows that he's the head of, of yeah. his dad's company now so yeah. he's like oh well i'm gonna walk off into the sunset because I'm, yeah. I'm still the the yeah i didn't i didn't notice but they both walked together or did he leave her and just walk oh, he left her okay was, okay yeah, yeah. Because she was holding him as he died. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Off with the strut, and then it just said the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. This YouTube movie starts like right away, and then you watch it on Tubi in widescreen, and it starts out so and so productions, oh, you know, okay. like an O, and then goes to that scene. But um, Rotten Tomatoes has nothing about this movie. Um, but, uh, and I was going to write something of maybe what somebody said on uh, letterbox, but I didn't, uh, in this movie. And again, we don't have to reach for anything. Did you see in this movie, anything that you think Tarantino might've liked or used in a film? Obviously like crazy 88 type of stuff going on, but that's yeah. All of, yeah. All of his Kung Fu fighting. And like yeah. you said, maybe, you know, we're square, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, also with the, uh, on Kill Bill, where she's like, you know, I kill you, I go upstairs, I kill your daughter, that would make a square. Like, you killed my whole wedding party. Yeah. And you say, like, you know. Yeah. Um, our rating system here is one to five, five being the best. Okay, Chip, you go first. Two and a half. That's uh, bing, bing, bing. This is why we're cousins. <laughs> I rate this movie two and a half out of five. It's an average Kung Fu movie. Mm. Nothing spectacular. Like I've said before, the boxer from Shang Tung is really good. Um, that one is like four or five, you know, hell of a hell of a lot. Mm. Um, would you buy this movie, rent it, or find it for free? I'd burn it. Wow. Jesus. Burn it, make a copy, and give to people. Burn a DVD. Um, oh, I'd burn it just to burn it. That's right. That one. Oh, wow. He hated it that much. The end fight scenes were the fight scenes were okay, but they weren't as great as some others that I've seen. Yeah. Like, well, um, and 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 I don't know. It might be my age showing, but the that that one, the hit, the punch, mm. noise, oh, the same exact, right. same exact over and over and over and over. I was like, can't you yeah. change it up even just right. a little bit slightly? Like, oh my god, like well, repetitive nature of holy fuck, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't noticed, but I th on the Indiana Jones movies, it's uh, that same punt when Indy punches people, it makes a certain noise. But yeah, I mm -hmm. think other people punching makes a different noise. But yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would um, try to see it for free, like on Tubi. If somebody really came to me and was like, "Oh my god, like you need to see it," like then I'd go maybe rent it. Mm -hmm. But it's not one where, like with you last week with. Uh, uh, dead poet society we were like oh i wish i would have bought it 
mine would be like, I wish I would have found it for free, you know, if I had to rent it. But mm. luckily I didn't. Um, you have anything for a wrap up for this or you want to get to uh, films Phil's favorite of the week? Oh, I was going to say that also in my head, I, the, I, I kept equating things to other movies so or, mm. or other things. So when he finally showed up and kind of like, okay, well, you killed my father. I was like, my name is Inigo Montoya. Yeah. You killed my father. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Just look on his face like, you're so yeah. Yeah, he's like, I, I didn't. It's almost like, well, I'm sorry. I thought he was a stranger. Well, you still killed my father. You're well, yeah. and that is the old thing of you know, when somebody dies, either they're somebody's father, somebody's yeah. brother, some mm-hmm. you know, it's like somebody's son. Hello, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Phil's film favorite of the week is Mission oh. Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, mm-hmm. 2023. So I went and saw this yesterday. Um, I got uh you know i was like honey do you want to go see this do i have to wait i'm really waiting to see it and especially on one of the trailers where it says i forget who it says it says it but it says holy shit said somebody like about the action in the movie and so i'm like oh man so i'm really like oh man like the the uh marketing for this movie is off the chain i'm watching i was watching pluto this morning and all of a sudden a commercial that popped up there was Christopher McQuarrie being like, so when we did this movie, we did that and they showed something and I'm like, wow, they're layering it all over the place, which that costs a lot of money. It's the same thing with, so I saw it. And uh, in case you don't know the plot, which I told Chip when I was writing this plot down, I said, it sounds like every single fucking mission possible movie, Ethan Hunt and his IMF team must track down a dangerous weapon before it falls into the wrong hands. Uh, so I think like some, any James Bond movie. Too. Yeah, that too. I think somebody just wrote it down before the movie came out. Like this was a recent thing. But now here's the thing. I gave it four and a half. But after I sat with it a while, I said, maybe I should have just gave it a four. Like, like you're expecting this great cinema experience. Mm. And the best cinema experience that I've had this year is across the Spider-Verse. Like, yeah. that blew me away, was really... And you're just like, oh, this is what theater is all about. This is what going to the movies. So this, I go in, Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise are like, hey, we made this movie for the fans. Everybody sit back, enjoy it. Here you go. And they play it. Thanks for coming, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so you're watching a movie, and you're like, okay. And you know about the thing when he jumps off the mountain? You're like, okay. They've shown that 20 yeah, million times. Exactly. And you've and the biggest one that I was like, okay, there's this train sequence that's going to be amazing. Yeah. But they went pretty long with this train sequence that's hanging there and they got to get out. Yeah. It was almost like a video game, like unle- Uncharted, yeah. where you jump from one car to the other before it falls. And then that one's going to fall. You got to jump to the other one. And I'm like, come on, like, just give me a little more realism of like one or like, yeah. you know, somebody doesn't make it or something. And that's the other thing that bothers me with some of these movies nowadays where you know that there's no peril for anybody. You know, Ethan Hunt's not going to die. And you figure that maybe this, uh, you know, Captain Britain, whatever her name is, uh, yeah. Agent Carter, you know, she's probably not going to die. But you know, so you're the draw for me. Yeah. 
right now to see this movie is yeah. because I love her. I want to see her. Everybody yeah. else, we've seen them so many times. Yeah. And it's the same movie, just retreaded in a, different ways and stuff in different action sequences. She's really she's really good. There's some good stuff in here. There's good car chase and stuff like that. But sometimes you're just like, oh, like some of the CG where you're like, I wish it was. I wish they did it all practical, like a James Bond movie or something like that, you know. Um, but so I think I drop it down to four. I haven't changed it on a letterbox yet. But it was that thing of being excited, going to the theater. There was maybe 12 people in there with me, which I was kind of surprised because I thought, OK, Wednesday is release day or they release it early because on Friday they'll release them on Thursday and on Wednesday they release it on Tuesday. And there wasn't many people in it on Tuesday. And then I look and on Wednesday, there wasn't many people. And there was one other guy in the aisle with me. There was people in front of me and people way up behind me. And then I look up something like Oppenheimer at the IMAX. And that's mm-hmm. like full, like wow. not full, full, but all in the center is full because everybody wants to go the way Christopher Nolan made that movie is like to be seen on an IMAX big giant, you know, 60 foot screen. And so uh, so it's interesting where you would think this this would do more. And and also it's a thing like I was talking to my friend Colleen about where every week a new movie's coming out during the summer. And I remember Mission Impossible, the the guy that was not editing it, but working on the sound and everything for the IMAX. He was like, we only have a week and then we have to move out because Christopher Nolan's is coming in to take over IMAX. So it's like, yeah, it's the same thing where I think I told you a while back when I wanted to go see the Fast and Furious 10. I had never seen any of these in the theater. I said, I'm going to go to the theater and see it. I go, well, maybe I'll go next week. The next week, some other new movie came out and it got bumped from the Dolby digital, you know, from the Dolby cinema. So like today, like this week, I went and saw Mission Impossible. And then in two weeks, I'll go see Oppenheimer. But, you know, it's crazy. So I'm hoping the movies are back. I'm hoping he does another thing like he did with Top Gun. But I think it's part of people going, part of either people going, oh, part one of two, like I'll wait. Yeah. Or, you know, well, that, well, you got two or things too much, like Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's like this is the millionth Mission Impossible, so we've seen it before. You know, yeah. when you see it when it was, you know, Top Gun, you know, thirty yeah. years later, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. Then everybody yeah. wants to see it. Yeah, exactly. But if we're done with that, next week I'm going on a trip with the wife to Las Vegas to see Cirque du Soleil because she <laughs> went and saw it, and she was like, "I want to take you. I think you'll enjoy it." Um, so unfortunately, Chip will not be doing a show next week because we'll be gone and then we're coming back on the day, but then we're going to pay our friend back for watching the dogs. We're going to take him to dinner on Thursday, so we won't record blah, 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 blah. Mm. However, I am recording an episode early on Monday, so I let my friend of several years, Joe Merle, pick the next movie. The only time this has ever happened, except for our first episode with Rolling Thunder. So I said, what movie do you want to do? He told me. So come back next week on July 21st for.
right. It's Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And I don't have the date. Hang on. And Chip's supposed to have everything up and ready. I thought because it was already pre-blah, blah, blah, that I didn't need to have it up. I thought you were going to have it all ready to go. 1948. And here's... Do it. It's old. That's old. So this is from the list. Um. I ha- I sent him the list and I said, pick what movie you want to do. Cause Chip was like, maybe it's a horror movie. And Chip's like, I'm not that into horror movies. So I had him pick it. So here's a trailer and then we'll find out what it's about. Count Dracula sleeps in this coffin, but rises every night at sunset. Chick is right. This is awful silly stuff. top comics, Abbott and Costello, petrified, but hilariously. Stop! Plus the dangerous and terrifying Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney. Plus that fiend out of a nightmare, the vampire Batman, Count Dracula, played by Bela Lugosi. Plus the most dreaded creature of them all, the Frankenstein monster, played by Glenn Strange. Plus a couple of luscious but designing females in the spookiest laugh fest on record. Let's see. The Wolfman tries to warn a dim-witted porter that Dracula wants his brain for Frankenstein's monster's body. Interesting. Just the poor. So, like, yeah, they're both. Um, I haven't seen it for a long time, but when I watch the trailer, it's like they're both uh, dealing with packages. Abbott Costello are, mm-hmm. and then they find like Dracula gets delivered in a coffin. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein's there and then they want to take Costello and put his brain into Frankenstein's or something I forget make some kind of monster yeah. um, what I have here on Just Watch two hapless freight handlers find themselves encountering Dracula the Frankenstein monster and the Wolfman so the Wolfman and Dracula are the same as they are in all the other movies but mm-hmm. Frankenstein is not Boris Karloff it's this other actor in there. But the movie is available to rent on Amazon, Apple TV, YouTube, Vudu, uh, Redbox, Redbox like digital, or DirecTV, or you can buy it on uh, DirecTV, Redbox, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, and Vudu. So there you go, everybody. So you got anything to say, Chip? You like Abin Costello? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and this one, uh, I have some like this movie that we just did didn't have any Tarantino talks shit, says mm-hmm. some shit. Um, 
but this next one does. This is the thing that I Chip and I talked about before where Quentin this is where Quentin realized, oh, you can cross pollinate your genres. You can have a horror genre with a comedy genre. And then he was like, oh, I can do that. And then he fucking that was when he was younger. And then he does his movies and he's like, oh, I can have somebody's head get blown off in the backseat of a car and make it funny. OK, yeah, why not? Um, thank you for joining us. We hope you had fun and maybe learned something about a movie that may have had a part in making Tarantino. Goodbye. Bye-bye.